All right. Episode 8. Thank you for tuning in. Hmm. Uh, we got a really busy show for you this week. Um, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. I'm your fun uncle dude. Brandon. Fun uncle Coney. <laughs> um, if you hear like any sort of like odd, you know, periods of silence, forgive us. Um, it's election night. We're trying to pay as much attention as we can while still kind of keeping our mind off the fucking things. Just because, you know, people are fucking dumb and crazy sometimes. It's a little after 10. Nothing's uh, in stone yet. No. So we're kind of watching it all pan out. I'm sure there's a bunch of mail-in and all that kind of jazz you hear about coming up. Probably won't know for a couple of days, but it's... It's nice to look at the states just to see where the general tide's headed. Nevada, yeah. the state that we're in. Uh, leaning fucking red. Leaning red. red. It's if, if you look at the Electoral College vote map, it's pink. Um, but it's not like like a really pale blue or nothing. Like It's absolutely leaning red. Um, yeah, it's not even close. It's only 3% reported. Yeah, so you know things could change. You know. Like fucking Dave Meltzer says all the time, plans change. <laughs> How do you like Meltzer but don't watch AEW? Because I like shit that's good. <laughs> I like good production values. I like good fucking wrestling. I like good female wrestling. Good wrestling, okay, I, I can give it to you there, but AEW has good wrestlers. They, I don't know. What, 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 what is it? Okay, I'll ask you this. What is it about AEW? Because I think the same thing about it. They the wrestlers have the potential and they can wrestle, they but for some reason they just potential. don't put on matches that have. That, <clears throat> here's the no performance center. Yeah, there's that's a big that's a huge. But PWG deal. didn't either though. PWG is not a fucking. Yeah, they don't have fucking television. TV, right? Yeah, like they run shows. I mean, they haven't in like almost a year, but like oh. they would just run fucking shows like once every month or once every other month, and just fly people in. Like it's. PWG is just a destination for these Killers. guys, Are you know. Guys that already so, know what their big deal was. So why is it that AEW just they they have great? I mean, I love I love the entertainment. I love the uh, the promos they're cutting and the storylines. The one storyline I don't really like right now is the Young Bucks and FTR. But so disappointing. That's, That's weird because I remember that was supposed to be like, wasn't that like the wish list? Fucking yeah. See, but he. Here's my take on it. Since you guys haven't watched it, um, I think you might know, but they did the, the FTR did their typical uh, WWE, uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna injure you before the match type thing. Mm. And after uh, Matt and Nick won the little tag team tournament, FTR was doing an interview and then, or not the interview, but they were report or you know they were on the match, whatever with JR and stuff. And they came out and put the chair on Matt's ankle and crushed it, you know, from the top rope. So I'm thinking something's going to happen to where an injury plagues it to continue it. Well, you know, which is fine. Like, you don't want to, you know, a match like FTR versus the Young Bucks, you don't just want to have, like, a one and done. Like, you want that to be, like, a series of matches. Like, you want... don't want it at full gear either. Exactly. You know, it's... We're we're in a weird fucking time where it's like, 
FTR against the Young Bucks is a match you want in front of a live crowd. And like I understand that they're right. doing um, minimal crowd, socially distanced, and all that. Which and and just um, hearing the crowd in the segments that I have paid attention to, like you know, it's it's nice. It's still not you know what everybody wants, but it's nice to hear a live crowd. And 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 I like the fact that it's an actual crowd. And not just like other wrestlers. Yeah, and um, and pumping in music or pumping in the crowd. Yes, too. I actually don't mind that as much as I thought I would. I don't mind I'll it either, but it but it kind of it you, you can see the energy in the match. Yeah, from I mean, live and pumped. In. I mean, just like uh, as an example, Hell in the Cell was last weekend or a couple weekends ago. I think too. Um, and the way that the WWE is pumping or piping in the crowd noise. It's just a constant noise. Yeah, it's 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 not like it's not like one. Th- yeah, I know exactly um, what you're saying. Yesterday, when when Brandon and I watched uh, Walter against Ilya Dragunov, they still had the the pumped in crowd noise, but it wasn't overbearing or like annoying. Like every once in a while like you hear like cheers or, or some shit and and like i would remember like oh yeah i forgot they're fucking they're, they're right. doing the crowd noise you know it wasn't just like a a really long yeah extended period of yeah you know and, which is like football does that too yeah football you know i haven't the first couple of weeks it was like oh this is kind of goofy but now you know they've they've done a better job of like if there's a big play right. there's a roar and it's a little louder yeah yeah um or if there's like a fucking a dropped pass, like a a dropped pass on like a third and long, like you hear like oh yeah, you know. but um, the the live crowd adds a lot to the ambiance of AEW's presentation. But do you, I mean, because I I want your take because you're way more knowledgeable on this stuff than I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, wh- why is it that they I it, the live crowd? I don't think. Because it w- even before the live crowd, AEW didn't. The wrestling matches weren't up to par. It was They're, only a couple. You're, you're right. Like, like are they saving it, or I, like I mean, for the young books? Like, like are they kind? Are other wrestlers kind of getting held down? Maybe do you think? Here, the, the problem is they have a a super talented yeah, roster. Um, they only have not not counting AEW Dark. Which to me has been kind of their developmental, yeah. Um, which is cool. Like I'm, I'm cool with like letting like a bunch of the chicks uh, wrestle on AEW Dark just to get some some more ring time like under their belt. Um, yeah, there there's a, cute, a couple guys that came out of there too. Yeah, I mean like look at Scorpio Sky. You right. know he's he's now being more featured on Dynamite, but for a couple months he was he was like the king of AEW Dark. Right. So the problem is not enough time um, to kind of let everyone shine, and obviously you don't want to yeah. you don't want to have your your omegas and your hangmans and your bucks and your FTRs on dark too right. much. Like no, I, I, yeah. every every once in a while, you know, because like fuck, like back you know back in the early nineties. You'd get a fucking uh, uh, an Ultimate Warrior match on WWF Superstars. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? um, mm-hmm. 
So the the, the problem is uh, only only two hours, and it's just once a week. Um, so it's it's almost like yeah. it's not enough time to fully flesh out uh, a storyline, especially like you can tell they want to be more intricate with it, but they they can't um, because there's just not enough. Not enough time. Do you, you know? think? And but do you think that's maybe okay? My thing is that they're building a lot of storylines that are taking time. And do you think that they had this pre-planned because they already know that they no. have four years to work it out? And not only that, but Kenny has also been pushed down a little bit, and Kenny was their big guy. Cody's sort of their big guy, and he's their underdog now, or their underpiece because he's winning a secondary title. And then the Bucks haven't won it yet, so all their main guys haven't got to really perform to their full potential yet. I thought and it was a good idea with the Bucks not winning shit right away, but the way you're talking about it and the way I'm watching it for myself is, now nah, they need to get but don't these you, fucking guys doing something, man. <laughs> but that's, that's what I'm saying. So do you think that's what made you lose interest? It's because the people that, that gained the interest for you to watch it aren't doing so. No, what, what made me, and it's not that I've lost interest, it's just right now I haven't found a reason to care. Right. As much, um, it, it's it's more to do with the presentation. Um, that's why, like now, like it, it's it's gotten better with the you know with the minimal live crowd, um, but with them being only in in Daly's place in Jacksonville, you know it's 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 got like a small time. Like their their pre, their presentation was already amateur to me. You know, I don't yeah. like the way that their set looks. It looks even more goofy um, at Daly's place, especially with yeah, that, it with does that look little weird short ramp. That. Yeah, you know? in the steps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's a it's a lot of the the it's a lot of the the, the little Ooh, things that blue. adds Sorry. up. Wow, it's a lot. It's a lot of the, uh, the 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 little things that just add up to me being like, eh, like I, I I'll go ahead and skip this. And if I if I hear some some buzz on Twitter or Reddit right. or whatever about a match, like yeah, I'll go back and check it out. I like look I, I I did, um, I have paid attention not necessarily to the match or anything, but I have been paying attention to uh, Eddie Kingston because Kingston is hey, a great fucking no. promo. He always has been, yep. in like. I always thought the reason that he hadn't signed with like a WWE is because you know back when he was in like CZW and on on, on the Indies, right? Like yeah, you, you you get a little bit more freedom of like what you can say. So I was always uh, kind of worried about him kind of being handcuffed as far as his promos, but he's done a fucking tremendous job mm-hmm. of of building that little feud because I don't like as much as I, I, I like Moxley as um, you know he was he was super cool when we saw him at uh, um, dopest dude fucking <laughs> what, what was that like event called? it was uh, Kevin, Kevin Cross's yeah Kevin, Kevin Cross. Cross's oh it was uh, um, fucking natural born killers natural born yeah. killers yeah he was like Moxley super fucking cool guy not a fan of his ring work um you know, not really a fan of his promos still. Um, I get why the belt is on him. Yeah. Um, but to me, in my opinion, uh, Eddie Kingston is carrying this feud. Yeah. I've always felt that way about Moxley, too. But I, I've started to kind of respect him as the time went on. 
But I wanted to ask you because I've I've had a ve- like recently I've had a very um, I've, I've had a beef with looking on Twitter and getting other people's opinions about wrestling because for a while I was watching this dude he's from New York I don't want to say his name but he would beef with Raw and WWE all the time and I would just listen to him and I stopped I stopped watching it and just listening to him to kind of get my news and then I just had this beef with WWE for no reason but then I went back and started watching it for myself like you know what it's not that bad it's fucking not that bad, dude. Whenever I it hear really this shit on Raw, is so fucking whack now. It's, it's not. Like, I don't know, man. It isn't. You'll find matches, dude. Out, out of both, the, out of the the three brands, dude. You watch Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. NXT, especially in my opinion, you're gonna get matches, bro. I think it's excruciating watching wrestling without a fucking live crowd, dude. But yeah, if there's talent in there, it's good, man. We were talking about Sasha Banks matches without there's some. The one with Io Shirai, her match, uh, the recent Hell in a Cell one with Bailey was pretty fucking sick. Like, there's been some pretty decent, like, empty arena shit that they've pulled off. And I don't see a ton of that coming from AEW. In, in your opinion, Brandon, does the LCD crowd in the Thunderdome make anything, make it better? Yes, and I, I hate think so too. fucking saying that because I think so too. Before I saw what it was, and dude hit me up and was like, Here's what they're gonna do. I was like, that sounds fucking stupid. It sounds goofy as fuck on paper. Dumb as hell. But when it showed up, I was like, I don't know, man. I fucking like it. Yeah. Bobby walked in, his daughter walked in, was like, how do we get in on it? I'm like, yeah, how the fuck do we get in on this? Did you see Kenny Omega on there one night? Shut up, dude. Swear to God, Kenny Omega was in there. That's awesome. Is that real? So, yes. So, at the the start, it it wasn't Kenny, it was like somebody was like holding up a picture or whatever. No, 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 no. no. He, he, He was in there actually moving one time. Yeah, it, it, was, it was just, a, it was, but it was just like a loop of. Like, oh, was fucking, it? Oh, yeah, oh, right. um, it still makes me happy. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, uh, um, there was, there was dicks, there was clan men. Uh, if anybody's ever played Uno yeah, for the, the Xbox 360, it. it was like that with that's the fucking so with the cameras. Um, you know, because if you were playing a game of Uno, it's four people, four cameras, and you might. See a fucking dude blowing another dude. You might see a fucking guy sitting there in a clan <laughs> outfit, but you all just played in on together. Yeah. And that's what these guys, these people were doing, was watching wrestling. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you can tell that they Playing weren't Russian doing very. They weren't. Very... They weren't doing uh, a very good job at at monitoring their shit. And now they've, they, you know, they've cracked oh, down. Oh, hey, people you monitor. know who they cracked down on? <laughs> the Young Bucks capitalized on it. They they had a. I guess there was a. They posted a picture. Of the of gorilla, when they had a, a piece of paper with banned pictures of people to not post, and the young bucks pictures were on it, and they made a T-shirt of it. <laughs> it's a good T-shirt. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's fun. Well, it's like they 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 made a T-shirt out of their fucking. That's what they've done. Out of the, the yeah, sweet. out of the uh, season yeah. assist thing. Why the fuck not? That's so. Yeah. I talked to dude about that. That World Industries little skate piece of time. Rocco and how he did his board graphics and like I love that punk rock shit dude that, I, that's so funny to me if I was a kid and I saw that shirt I'd be more interested in that shirt cause there's a little bit more to it than just a fucking logo or some print you know like the name and their logo or maybe a little bit of art like I like shit like that it's like getting the Bill Gates fucking 
what's called the mug shot picture on yeah. your shirt. I love that shirt. Speaking of shirts, hilarious. I want to bitch about this. What am I wearing right now? You know, this asshole thought that was fucking. Dude, hold on. <laughs> I I went to I went to I went to uh, pro wrestling tees, right? Uh-huh. It's the Orange Cassidy T-shirt, the one that he wears under his stuff, where where he's sitting there with fifteen different shirts. The first guy is not Orange Cassidy. Well, no, obviously. The first guy is not Orange Cassidy, but the guy in his shirt is Orange Cassidy. Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. He's probably the owner of Pro Wrestling Tees. I don't know. But this guy isn't him. I bought it thinking Orange Cassidy was the main guy on the t-shirt. You see the fucking beard? <laughs> I don't think it was pictured like that. Like they just sent you the wrong shirt? I don't know, but I'm mad. It looks like the dude, what's that badass fucking the cops? Remember their funny as hell? They had that great match with Joey Ryan, and they fucking put the, they put the lollipop in the fucking evidence oh, bag. Oh, um, who are those guys? One of them's good friends with McFoley. That one's yeah. friends with him, right? The one yeah. Uh, so that's like? this guy. Bill, I don't uh, think so, fuck. but it looks like him. Forgot, I forgot. I forgot their names, but yeah. They're the shit. That was such a good tag team. I wish they would have. They retired. Like they're over it, huh? Um, the the small guy has has his own like wrestling school. Uh, I don't know what the bigger guy is up to. They were great. That was such yeah. a fun little dynamic. It was like Big Boss Man and a little detective homie as a tag team. It was fucking sick. But yeah, you're an idiot, dude. That's fucking hilarious. That doesn't look anything like <laughs> At all. Dude, but I, I swear to God, I bought it looking. I, 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 th- I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I must have been drunk or, or something or high or I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. But... But see, I got it from Pro Wrestling Tees, so I'm thinking I'm going there buying the official stuff. And that's probably official, dog. You just didn't look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nevada's blue again. There it is. Did you guys happen to uh, watch the or no or see see who retired from MMA? It's Spider. See the fight? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, he's not retired. He he's, won't fight in the UFC again, but he's, he's not got retired. one more fight. I heard Dana's not gonna let it go down, and then he can do whatever he wants. He says specifically it's his last fight in UFC, which is kind of he's not just leaving it at this is my last fight. He adds on the company too, so he might go somewhere else. I mean, I think I mean you're good, bro. You're good. You don't yeah. need to do all that. <laughs> he's normal. He's normal. Aw, Tommy Toehold, the fucking man. Come out with your uh, shit on time. Right. Um, so, does he go to Bellator and fight Michael Venom Page? No, he fights Hager. <laughs> They're not even the same fucking weight class. I know. I know. I MVP, think with and, I mean, that's a great fight for Bellator and, uh, and MVP for MVP, sure. Lima. Um, Actually, yeah, I, I don't want to get. I don't want to see him get all cleaned out though on some fucking Fedor shit, Ugh. so I can hear a new generation of kids tell me how sh- oh, how God. whack Anderson Silva is. I'll fucking lose it, dude. I can't deal with that kind of shit. Yeah. No we, love for history in this whole world, man. No, right? serious though. Like people, you know, like if if it didn't happen in the last two years, like they they don't fucking care. It's very like pro wrestling and MMA. Are very much of what have you done for me lately, you know, as far as um, I don't understand that. fans I don't, go. Yeah. I don't, 
But what do you what do you think about Izzy moving up to a lot heavyweight, getting the uh, automatic title shot against uh, Jan Blachowicz? The politics don't bother me, none. I don't give a shit about any of that. The UFC, in my opinion, like went out the window when they started handing like Chael fucking belt opportunities, like. There was, like, a summer where it all kind of got real pro-wrestling. It happened, oh, yeah. like, to me really, really quick, in fact. And I remember living in that in the studio in the Valley, and I was we were watching stuff, and I was like, this is getting kind of out of control. Like, there's almost no, like, merit to this where, you, you know, it was the beginning of talking your way into a fight, which I think is fucking insane. Um, if you can talk, awesome. If you can fight, good. That's what the fucking business is. <laughs> But, yeah, I, so I don't let the, use that bullshit he's holding up, you know, poor Glover and fucking Tiago. That was yeah. big old, all the run up for that. It's like, these are going to be the next in line. Nope, not anymore now. So I feel bad for them because Glover's old as shit and he's like having that resurgence. I always enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah, Glover's what, 34? That was like 40 fucking one. Dang. Glover's share, he, he's in there. Bro, he was like, that was like. When he was started ripping up people and got his shot at John, he was like an older cat, you know? Like, it was a thing. That was a while ago. Yeah, I had a, one, of my, uh, one of my employees at work ask me about Izzy, and I'm like, I don't, I don't mind, because I, I have zero interest in watching Izzy destroy Robert Whitaker again. So I really don't. Yeah, it is a bit of a bummer. Yeah, again, like there's nothing that Whitaker has shown me to get me like excited. You know, like I don't feel like it's a, it's like a whole new, whole new Bobby Knuckles. Like he's still, kind, you know, he's still. He even deserves though, it with those two wins. Yeah. I just don't give a shit. Like you know, it yeah. sounds like an asshole. But at thing, the same time, like, is it his personality or is it in brain? Oh, when I watch his fights, it's just like I still think Izzy's gonna put it on you. Yeah. Like, he hasn't shown anything new. Um, Just a bit more dialed in, a bit more focused. Yeah. Which is still scary, you know? But I I still don't... But he got cleaned out, like... Yeah, man. Bad. Dude put it on him, like... Like, I want to see a vicious ass whipping that Whitaker puts on somebody where you're like, all right, that guy can pull it off. But you yeah. know, he won his last two, super impressive. But you know, it's 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 like it's like watching the the last Holly Holm fight. Like she's almost a, like a different fighter. Like yeah, she's still great uh, at kickboxing, but yeah. she was like she was going for takedowns and, and yeah. trying for submissions. It's like oh, she's trying to you know she's trying to put some new wrinkles okay. in her game. That's a dialed that's a good, in Holly okay. Holmes, fucking terrifying. Yeah. Bro. Uh, yeah, I read a bunch of shit. She's been through the fucking ringer lately, too. Now that she's got all that kind of set aside, she can focus on what she needs to do. I hope she gets another little stab at it. She's dope chick anyways, you know what I mean? Like, I, you, you want to see those kind of folks do well. The, um, is Khabib still retired? Has that changed? Khabib is still retired. I, I, I read something saying that uh, Dana White won't let him Dana says he's or doesn't want him to. He's he won't. I mean, like a lot of people were speculating, like, you know, what if Connor gets that that uh, lightweight belt? You know, could Dana talk Khabib into doing like one more? You know, maybe. Um, I don't. Think I think so. he could. But at the same time, I, I don't see will. Connor getting that lightweight belt. Like, 
No. There's well, there's there's contenders in that fucking division. Like I don't see Connor getting Connor's past Tony. Like the, I don't see Connor getting past Justin. I think Connor against so Dustin like Poirier. Ra- Ra- uh, Ronda, pretty much. Uh, not real. I mean, Ronda beat the shit out of every bitch in the first round for. Like, but there, but there wasn't many women wrestlers Connor is more well rounded than Ronda. Um, as dominant as as Ronda was, um, you know, Connor is more of a of a of a well put together, better well rounded fighter. Um, but that lightweight division, man, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't think if he is, I think he is fighting Dustin. I don't, I don't see that being fucking a fucking cakewalk. Dustin might kick his ass, bro. Like, yeah, that's another thing. People, I don't, Connor, hmm, I don't know. Dustin losing that fight is, it'll be a big loss for him if he doesn't pull that off. I don't know. Speaking of like fandom and 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 stuff like that, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the picture of that dude that got a fucking AJ Styles replica tattoo. Uh, no. So AJ's tattoo. He's got big AJ. Yeah, yeah. You with know, his kids and kids that were born on. His you know, ribs. all all his kids have a, a, a first name that starts with A. Okay, and, I didn't know and, that, really. And Jones is, is the last name, so AJ, you know. Right. But he's got his kid's birthdays um, tattooed, like, right underneath it. So, I'm going to show you guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. This motherfucker got the same exact tattoos with matching fucking with birthdays. The... Whoa, does he not know what... <laughs> it's weird, right? Did... did... Does That's Michael Scott that... putting his face on the fucking yeah. <laughs> on the greeting card. Oh, that's weird, dude. Like, yeah. that's weird. I hope he isn't a potential wrestler. <laughs> I mean, I just looking God. at his body, like I doubt it. <laughs> but you, you know, like you you get the crazy people that get a tattoo of fucking Becky or Alexa. You know, weirdos like that. I get like, that. You know, fine. Whatever you want to get, fucking Becky Lynch tattooed on your fucking forearm, whatever. But his kids' birthdays. Yeah, AJ's kids' birthdays oh. tattooed on your body. Like if it were just like the AJ or AJ Styles like little fucking WWE logo, I'm fine with that. But this is downright fucking creepy. Get the P1, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. Something. Something besides that. I mean, that his kids' birthdays. It's fucking weird, bro. Weirdo. You're a weirdo. <laughs> Who is that guy? I don't know. So this is a thing. People, like, See, he put shit on there and people are like, what the fuck, dog? Yeah. That's really funny. Speaking of matching tattoos, have you heard about uh, Johnny Depp and this guy, uh, Damien Eccles, with matching no. tattoos? You know, Do you know who Damien Eccles is? Nope. Do you know who the West Memphis 3 is? Oh, jeez. You ever heard of the West Memphis 3? Yeah. You need a fucking job, Brian. You can't be on your fucking phone all day, bro. <laughs> what do you... You know, I mean... Is your, is your third eye open now? Like, is, are you seeing... No, it always has been, but it... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love it. No, no, no. I mean... But... It's just weird that... I don't know Go where ahead. to... Thread I don't know how to together. connect the dots. Thread it all together. That's so funny. I mean, okay, when you look at the... Oh, God damn.
See what you did? You did this. Oh, yeah, you we did We were talking this. about wrestling. Then you brought right. up matching tattoos of Johnny Depp and the guy from the West <laughs> Memphis group, dude. Well, yeah, because that's this. I I I just, I just watched it last week. I, I I caught something on this guy Damien Eccles last week. And uh, okay, so I, 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 all right, I'll, I'll refresh everybody that doesn't know on the story. <laughs> okay, so this guy Damien Eccles, he's part of this group. It's called the West Memphis Three. Okay. The West Memphis Three, they went and they were, it was in 1993. I might get a little bit of the facts wrong, but I'm going to give you the more of the story. And there were three kids that lived in Memphis. Is it West Memphis Three? Whatever it is. Yeah. It is West Memphis Three. So they lived in Memphis, Tennessee. Three kids. And they were known to be satanic, right? And do you remember in high school when you would see kids that were like satanic, like part of a satanic group? You knew who they were, right? Yeah. Like you just knew. You you could tell. <laughs> so it wasn't like a secret. If you were satanic, and we lived in Las Vegas, and it's a big city, so if you're satanic in Las Vegas and everybody knows about it, there's you're doing something. So these three kids were known in this city to be satanic those kids. kids. They were those kids. They were those kids. And they hung out in this area in the woods and three kids ended up getting murdered in a satanic version right their dick one of the dicks was cut <laughs> off one of the heads was smashed they were raped and they were eight years old innocent kids damn and i guess um and um damien eccles he he was sent to a mental institution for drinking blood when before all this happened and everything. And even... Okay, I don't even want to say now. I'll get to that later. So, now, they end up going to jail because uh, some when they went to court, some lady was driving past and she saw a man wearing all black. This is where the story gets a little confusing. Because anybody could be wearing all black. You know? But she said all black, you know, in a trench coat and... In our days, when you wear a trench coat all black, like you know who Columbine the, shit the guy is. You know who the person is. So they pull this guy over. There was a knife that was found in the river behind one of the, not Damien Eccles, but the other guy. Not he. It was found in his river, and so they went to they went to court. And it happened about within 10 years, HBO, no, it was in 96, so it was three years. HBO released, they ended up getting convicted. I'm going, getting into myself. They ended up getting convicted. Um, in 96, HBO released a, a documentary. Everybody ended up getting sympathy, uh, giving sympathy to these three kids. They ended up going to jail for no reason. Because they framed it like it's bullshit. Right, they they ended up putting out like these are kids, these are innocent kids. You can't say that you know they're they're Satanists. You can't put an image on them, or you know you can't say that they are this. Yeah, and uh, so they ended up going to trial again uh, after the retrial, which was I think I think I can't I don't remember the years, but you'll do research if you want. All this I'm saying is true, so take it for what you want. You want to research it? Do. Go ahead. Um, and 
So now think about this. Ten years, don't you think that um, some evidence will kind of get washed out or some some of the stories, like some of the people telling uh, stories to kind of paint the picture of who this person is or what life was like at the time would kind of get distorted and kind of make this person be portrayed as something they're not or some, something different. Hmm. So anyway, now 10 years after, which was 18 years in total, which would have been 2010, 2012, they went to court again. And God damn, I'm getting ahead of myself. The kid, mind you, in the first trial, one of the kids, his story said, he, he, he said that Damien Eccles punched one of the kids, knocked him out. The other kid went and tackled this kid, and the, the last kid ran away. And I went and followed him, caught up with him, and held him down. They beat him up. I ran away. So he was saying he was there with those two, and he told them the story, and that's what ended up getting them convicted. So fast forward now to where I was at again. They're in court 20 year, 18 years later. Known satanic, known Satanist. With Hollywood backing them, they end up getting released. This kid, Damien Eccles, was on death row. What do you think? I mean, does that... Is that not something that makes you think? Well, there's court shit overturned all the time. I, I mean, I remember, like, briefly... Like, look, not looking into it by any means, but just, like, catching the little waves of information that passed through whatever things I was reading, you know, feed stuff on the phone. And I remember seeing it both ways. I always get shit from both ends. The super conspiratorial type versus the really, like, objective, all that's bullshit, skeptical. Uh, real, like, left-leaning stuff versus right-leaning stuff. So I, I remember hearing both sides that, you know, they were... They needed an answer for these murders, so they rounded up all these fucking goth kids, you know, short stories. Right, yeah. And then they find out that it's nonsense, then they think that it's real, and then it's like the whole back and forth, did they actually do it, and then that the reason why they got released is ultimately, kind of like you mentioned, just the, uh, like the Hollywood backing, there's a lot of just like uneducated cultural support for these boys, and, uh... Who knows if they did it or not sort of thing. From what I understand, I, I don't know. But you're talking about one of these guys and Johnny Depp's got the same tattoo? How the fuck did we get here? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, they, got, they got matching tattoos. And this guy, I, I went and actually looked at him. And you can even research him. I, I looked at uh, on YouTube and, and he, he's talking about magic. And he's talking about all this stuff on YouTube. He, he's talking about how to summon certain things. He's talking about witchcraft. Even today, now that he's out, so how do you, how 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 are you connected to a murder with all these satanic rituals that you know, and then you ended up getting released? So I went to take a piss and I made myself a sandwich because I'm fucking hungry. Um, but did Johnny Depp know this guy? No, he didn't know him 
before. He he knew him through all this Dude, through the, stuff the, the story. Johnny Depp right. attached support to these boys like DiCaprio did with fucking global warming. Yeah, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at that. All that in seven seconds took Brian seventeen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh Yeah, you really have to have a uh in a, t- a very long attention span to listen to try to catch up with what I'm saying. <laughs> the uh, so yeah, I don't know if the kids actually pulled it off, but I do think it is oddball that. Well, no, it's not because it's not like he denied. I oh, see. I don't know much about it. I, yeah, I don't know why I'm even speaking on it. But in my mind, it is one of those things where. I, I guess he never denied doing all the black magic sort of shit and being into those kind of occult practices. He just said, "Yo, I didn't fucking kill anybody." <laughs> So the fact that he's got a YouTube, I mean, people are going to be obsessed with him anyways. You already have like a foundational I like his following. Stuff. It, he has very entertaining, you know, uh, content. He but... also might have like smashed an eight-year-old's brains in. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, dude, I grew up like growing up in Las Vegas, like healthily obsessed with the mafia and just the hierarchy and like climbing up the ladder and the fucking the codes and I was still pretty young when Sopranos well, that's pretty young I was you know, a young kid for Sopranos and Casino the movie came out like the same year we moved out here like I was really into that and then like reconciling that with the fact like these guys do some pretty gnarly shit dude like you're, you're really giving a lot of like energy and like you know applause to fools out of like you know some kids' dads didn't come home sometimes because of their bullshit. Like, that's not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is weird. Like, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, I always have that. People always ask yeah. me if I watch that, and I'm always such a jerk-off about it. I'm like, no, fuck that guy. I don't want to fucking watch that shit. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, it's a real... It could be a little, uh... What's it called? Shallow, but... But, but I don't want to celebrate then, that shit. I had this epiphany, because then I'm, I'm thinking, do you think demons have a connection like are demons real like can they possess somebody to do things i mean no there's there's i don't know you guys know how i think about that i totally believe in a supernatural worldview and that includes different entities demons are a specific class of a specific situation that would be hard to unpack but ultimately the same way there's like an earthly civilization and cultures i think there's an equally like diverse but way larger supernatural situation and you know that there's a god of that a leader of that and blah blah See, blah and but yeah that shit's real here, here, here's what brought this up to me was that there's this one story okay and and, I'll, and this is always stuck in my head it's about this story that I, I've always remember hearing about this haunted house in San Francisco right it's <clears throat> it's got Antoine LaVey connected to it. You know who Antoine LaVey is? Anton. Anton LaVey? Anton LaVey? Yeah. Alright. And Kenneth Anger, you know who Kenneth Anger is? He's, he's a filmmaker, satanist filmmaker. Yeah, you get into their shit with like the space people and fucking, oh, what's his goddamn name? The rocket guy. But yeah, yeah, I'm very familiar with these films. Yeah, well, his idea, he, he, he says demons are the bread and butter of what they of, of the work that they do. So when they try to connect with, when when they do satanic rituals, they're trying to connect with demons because that's the bread and butter. 
It's called the Westerville House, right? Bobby Bosley. You know who Bobby Bosley is? I don't think so. He he was a part of the um, Helter Skelter murders. Oh shit! Okay. Right. Okay. And so they all lived in this house in Westerfield, and it was rumored that um, a lot of bands back in the seventies, mind you, this was at Hay Ashbury in San Francisco, mm-hmm. a lot of acid. <laughs> so you don't know if it's real or not, but they did try to connect with things, and there is rumors that it happened, and uh, Marilyn Manson was at the same house. And Bobby Boussoulet and Marilyn Manson are connected through the Helter Skelter murders. Well, they were conducting a bunch of stuff, a bunch of uh, satanic rituals in this house. So do you think that that could have possessed him to do it? Just like, because, just like, uh, Damien Eccles was doing um, rituals. Do you think that, that he could have been doing it and then the demon just made him commit these murders? So is your question like, did the drugs help open up a gateway? It could it could be the drugs. It, it it could it could be demons. And do you think maybe there could be a connection with drugs and demons? Come on, these guys prescribe to a specific worldview, and from what I understand, very real entities gave them information and gave them insights and gave them a path, and they chose to follow it. And some of this gnarly shit resulted from it. Oh, dude, there's so many things that when you talk to them, you know, Werner von Braun, dude, fucking godfather of modern rocket science and all that. He was part of, like, Project Paperclip, where he was, like, a full-blown Nazi. And, you know, since he was, you know, uh, a worth-it individual, they cleaned up his record, and he became, you know, one of the guys who helped found fucking NASA. Like, and when they had an interview with him... I guess someone asked him, like, how did you guys, like, break into the, you know, the breakthrough science? Like, how did that come about? Who thought of that? And he, like, kind of smiled and pointed to the sky. There's so many things regarding that where, um, fuck Anton LaVey, dude. You go back to the triple OG fucking Crowley. Crowley, yeah, however Crowley. you say his name. There's uh, those pictures, people are probably familiar if you're into this at all, about the entity that he called up. And when you look at it, it looks... It's, it's, it's the same kind of thing when people talk about uh, being picked up by aliens when they draw, you know, the greys. It looks like a pretty stereotypical picture of the greys with the giant head, small slit mouth, and the eyes. And it's the same situation. Like, there's all these different supernatural, interdimensional entities that come around and try to influence. And when you're talking about the fucking Helter Skelter, you're talking about. Uh, West Memphis 3, like, yeah, there's definitely, like, oppression of their, not oppression, I guess, but influence from what I believe are very real entities that you can choose to have a relationship with and get really close to. I think drugs definitely opens up I don't up think you gateway. choose to be a part of them. I think they take you over. I don't think, I believe in a form of free will where that's not really a thing, dude. Right, like, but you if, you are not, if you're like, not aware... Up. What do you mean not aware? If, if you're unaware that some that something is overtaking your body, bro, when you you're doing fucking satanic rituals like this guy is supposedly getting accused of, you're not. This isn't willy nilly shit. You're doing That's it a good point. to communicate. Right. You can't ring on a doorbell and be like, I didn't even fucking know someone was gonna show up. It's like, let what me are you talking about. Let me ask you guys a question. What is white people's fascination with Ouija boards? 
I hate Bro. Ouija boards. You never do it. So I couldn't ask that. Is it why it is, isn't it? It's but like, that's I'm weird. trying to think that's of funny. every shitty... What's that? There's Have a I, clip I, about Zosa. It? What is it? Zosa. I don't even want to fucking Zozo. say that shit in my fucking house, dude. Yeah. No joke. This is the king's house. We don't fuck around with that. They know who he is, so you can try to show up, but good luck with that. The uh, yeah. There's a couple quick clips in an old documentary that me and dude found on YouTube a while ago where it is... It's the most legit, dude. Like, me and dude are, like, clever people people. People people? People? Yeah, I don't know. People person yeah, person yeah, no, people. <laughs> no, like, uh, I can see if you're... I know what nonsense looks like, dude. Like, performed in front of me, dude. Like, so, like, these aren't hoaxes, dude. Like, whatever six they found or whatever right, six little right. clips that they found to present in this documentary that they spliced together, these kids were not fucking acting like... This was some real life, like, minor league possession shit, dude. Like, the chick froze up and just started laughing. Like, it was pretty terrifying. Her friend's reaction to it, dude. Like, the way they would fall over by the board. Like, that shit was and they for fucking that real. Well, that, they, that, that's God. who they were calling Demon, for. Demon, I mean? They were calling for him? Yeah. Because he comes through on a lot of the Ouija boards. Well, he's like a That's major crazy. like entity that I guess people have like called up. There's a ton of those though. I've seen a bunch of those YouTube that was that they're not because there's a Mexican thing too. It's not Ouija board, but it's like setting up the fucking pencils. Yeah, that's a Hispanic um, thing, right? I think that's a Hispanic thing. And you guys um, are way into like gnarly Catholic. Yeah, you, yeah, are <laughs> way more into. But I think they're more connected with it because they have a better understanding. I think we're just trying to figure it out. That's why our Ouija board's there. I think like, Ouija like, board sounds like just a fun, like trying to get a taste of yeah, real life scary movie but, shit. But but Hispanics they have a deeper root in it. Like I, they actually know what they're trying to, like they well, know if you more of the history. If you pull, if you bust out a fucking Ouija board in front of a uh, Hispanic, they'll look at you like, nope, I'm out. Like it's fun hanging out. But That's the point I was gonna make. I was like, gonna they're just coming it from different that. things. Yeah, I do when a, when someone who grows up and most like Hispanic kids grow up with some sort of like religious there's someone religious in the family trying to give it to them <laughs> and right. all that demon sudden catholicism all that stuff exorcism those are real parts of the like language and so when kids come up with a ouija board to that kid that kid's like no fucking sir bro but a white kid like i said it's more like a trying to get a taste of real life scary movie yeah because they know? weren't told about it so it's the curiosity curiosity killed the cat Sure did. Killed the human too, trying to find demons. So I, I have a story for you, and like I put it off until we, you know, we got into recording. But uh, mostly every day, um, when I'm at work and I go to lunch, I go to the Habit because it's convenient. It's like right up fucking across the parking lot. Um, usually at the time of my lunch, there's no crowd. Uh, they know me there. Um, Super friendly staff. They're great. So, I finished my meal. I'm headed back to my uh, to my store. There's this. Uh, I want to say I want to say older, but they're maybe mid to late fifties. And I don't know if the if the gentleman was drunk or whatever, but he was being like really loud, like in the parking lot, because they parked kind of far, so they had to like walk, you know, a little, little a little bit of distance to. Uh, the entrance of the restaurant. And both he and his wife all decked out in like 
American flag gear. Dude's got his fucking Wait, where did you say on. this was? I, I missed that part. Uh, the Habit. Right here no, off when? of... Uh, today. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and... So the uh, so the guy, the... the, the it was it was the, the husband and the wife, and they had... I'm guessing it was their kids. It looked like a maybe 19. The other one was maybe like 16, 15. But, uh... The, the guy's being loud and kind of obnoxious. And I'm just like on my phone, like walking back across the parking lot. And he's like, he's, he stops me. He's like, hey. So I look and he's like, did you vote? And mm. like, I wasn't sure if, if I heard him right. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? He was like, did you vote for the king? Whoa. I was like... I was like, you talking about Jesus or Elvis? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, man, I'm talking about Donald Trump. Oh, no. And I was like, I was like, is that what you refer to him as? I was like, I mean. Wait, hold on. This guy's white. And yeah, he's talking white. to you yeah. like that, a Hispanic man. Yeah. Like, I, I can tell he wanted, like, some sort of conversation. Right. Confrontation. Of course, 100%. <clears throat> I mean, I have. No qualms beating the shit out of the guy in a fucking park. In front of his family, like, I don't care. Yeah, I can um, You look like it, too. Now she knows to stalk him. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, it's kind of weird, don't you think, that you refer to him as the king? Bro. Um, you said that? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, dude says that shit while he's at work to customers with money in their hands. Yeah. And he was like, and he just puts up his arms. He's like, he's the king in our house. And I was like, oh. I was like, all right, sir. I was like, you have yourself a good meal. You know, was, it's mind-boggling. Damn. So I just, I just want to get like like Brandon specifically, oh, like your take on that. Man. I don't. I mean, I feel so weird interjecting any sort of my shit to strangers. I got so fucking foreign to grab someone from across. I don't know. I'm right. trying to think like if I'm looking for trouble, how do I do it? And it's like it's never like that. Like I don't that's. Know, fun. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel like I'm looking for trouble. Like. And by, by the way, like I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on the podcast or not, I'm a registered Republican. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, asshole. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I would have talked to him different about that. He's using like language and talking about him a certain way, where it's uh, I don't know. There's probably better better places to put your trust. It, see, <laughs> now, now, if I was a Republican, that happened to me, I would react the same way. Like, like I, you I, know, I, just trying. Trying to provoke him. Just like and him him be like, I did vote for Trump. Referring to, to Donald Trump as, like, I had to stop him and be like, are you referring to Jesus or, the, or, or Elvis? Cause that's hilarious. Oh, that's damn. funny. That's, that's great. funny. No, yeah, that, that's a... Uh, because right like away, that. you already knew what he was implying. So, oh, yeah. so that joke is a nice little jab at like, what are you looking at me just because I'm Mexican? You fucking asshole. Are you trying to beat me up now? Like, with your big ass truck? Like, <laughs> run me over? Like, they were in like a... See, like if a big I, fucking like oh, it was like man. a Ford excursion. I would have like done two miles a gallon. <laughs> I would have done the same thing if I was you. I I, I would have poked him and yeah, that, no. that's some asshole shit. Like number one, it was like the end of my lunch. Like I had to get back to my store. And you're going back to work yeah. too <laughs> at work, and you're gonna piss. You're Num- gonna- number two, I could tell how embarrassed his wife was. Oh, if she if she were more like tell him honey happens. like if it were that kind of you know that kind of thing well, then they both gotta know yeah <laughs> you know I'll, I'll fucking put my foot up your husband's ass 
and wiggle my toes at you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, like, just, like, seeing, like, she was just like, oh, like, she even, like, put her hand, like, oh, my God. So I was just like, I'll, I'll, I'll leave this guy alone, you know, but it was just so weird to me. It's so weird. Yeah. We, we've talked before how, like, it's, it's weird how people, like, they won't have, they won't even, they, they, they won't have a Bible in their home, they won't have, like, a, a cross anywhere, but, man, if there isn't, like, a big fucking Trump flag in there, hanging in the living room. Like, Try, it, trying to poke at Mexicans. That kind of stuff always uh, reminds me of a, of uh, when one time I heard a pastor at a church talking about how some people don't celebrate for the morning music, you know, the worship music. And he was like, you fools, if, you know, blah, blah, blah came into town, you'd have no problem standing up, clapping, hooting, hollering, you know, every word. Look at that kind of effort. And you can't, you know, it makes you, it double checks, like, where you're believing loyalty is, because he's right. Is it this king of the universe that gave you new life, gave you a sip of eternal life, and now you get to enjoy God and the kingdom for eternity when you pass and blah 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 all this big fucking huge crazy shit you believe that stuff but you don't dive into it like that's kind of bananas you don't want to celebrate that but you do other shit well a lot, a lot of the Trump believers they I don't I don't think they are bible thumpers I think or I don't think they no. believe in God I don't even th- I think they just have a religious belief I don't even think they know what they believe in I think it's just a broad, like it's just like, and and you know what's messed up? I just thought of this. <laughs> what if, what if, what if? This is a big what if. What if the God that they're told to follow is actually, what 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 if the person that tells them to follow this God actually prays to the demon? Does that mean this person that follows that person is part of the? Is gonna get present, or does that mean that makes them evil? You're gonna have to walk me through. So, that. if there's a leader who's saying, I am a godly person, I'm a Bible person, but he's secretly a closeted demon guy, and these people are giving all their trust into this leader, and they think because of this platform of you know their Bible love, <laughs> but they're yeah. actually giving right. it up. So, you know what's who- the question though? Do you think Does there's, that, like, d- indirect worship from that crowd yeah, to the demon? Could, could, do you think that could, like... No, it's the demon fucking being smart and grabbing from the top rung. You know who would do like, that? I'm doing all You this. know who would do that? Somebody that poses for a fucking photo op in front of a church they don't go to holding a Bible upside down. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Oh, my but that's God. Trump, though, dude. He's a goon. I, I don't think he's... I, I, he, I, don't, I don't think he... I don't think he... Uh, believes in God. I, I I think he's partial to both. I I but I, well, I don't know. I'm not gonna say that. But. I mean, dude, I don't, that kind of stuff is so like uh, it's so personal. Where it's like I to even when I hear like on Christian uh, Instagram things and people post politically and they talk about Donald Trump's beliefs, it blows my mind. It's I'm like how the fuck can you possibly know that? I'm not saying you can look at the moral character from what they project to you and have an understanding of what they believe, because uh, a lot of the times that's not the truth. You can find a lot of really struggling people that have a great love for like Jesus, but they still fucking do coke and fucking get hookers every now and then. And it's like dog. It's like it's uh, their struggle. It's when, their thing. When I first moved out 
to Nevada. Um, early in the year, I, I got a job with this company that is marketing for um, a Vivint Solar. Uh, so you post up inside Sam's Club. I, I used to do the same thing when I worked for Sunrun. Um, but uh, anyway, like my direct boss, you know, he's taking me out to the stores and introducing me to the, the management of, of these stores. Super cool guy. Um, we would just abandon the store and go get high. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, he, he would, he would show me like his fucking Instagram. Like he had like all these like thirsty ass chicks, like, cause he was, he, he was a little bit, a little bit older. I would say maybe mid forties, but, uh, like, like well put together, like well built, like good looking dude. So, but he was, he was married with kids oh. and and he was like, yeah, yeah, I just smashed this chick last night. And he would like show me like her, her Instagram or whatever. Guys like that. I can't and, be around yeah. guys like that. I like working with guys like. That. And then like you know, same same fucking day. Work with them. right, same fucking day. Like we're we're, we're, we're having lunch together in the food court at Sam's Club, and he's like, he like sees something on his phone, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not I'm not with that. Blah blah blah. He's like, I'm a Christian, and I was like. Didn't Whoa. you just tell me that you just fucking smashed some chick that you met on Instagram <laughs> while you're fucking married? Yeah. That's hard to reconcile. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it's hard to reconcile for you. There's a lot of Christian theology that has a lot of tension between those ideas. The, uh, yeah, if it's a habitual thing that you're, you're diving into knowingly, you know, you're not honoring your wife the way you should as a child of God, and you just keep on doing it. Um, it's like loosely related to the idea we've talked about like adultery in ways where it's like I would be much more lenient to an individual who made like a single fell in your lap mistake versus like ongoing relationship stuff that kind of like cheating is emotionally invested there's so much more time like I, I don't know. We grew up in Vegas. It was a pretty, like, sexually driven place. You ever been there before? <laughs> if you grew up on the not Strip. Not called Sin City, for no Yeah, right? if you grew up you on the I mean? Strip, you're, like, the, the, the shit that you, like, encounter probably earlier a lot more frequently, a lot higher volume than most places you've grown up. How many of those fucking cards have you been handed? Bro. Oh, my God. I tell that story all the fucking time, man. So we lived in Southern California. My dad came out to Las Vegas because there was some work cracking for him. So he got that going, and he came out here a little bit before us. And we went out there to visit him one time before we actually made the official move. And we got there, and I was tripping. How old am I for this, dude? I'm like seven or eight, man. I'm pretty young, and I'm walking so around. Like Bobby's age? Yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm walking around, and. I remember it specifically. I can look up the real specific date because it was the day that the MGM Grand opened up. Ah. So we're walking around and, and we can see like the fireworks going off for MGM Grand and the lights on all the buildings. Dude, the McDonald's have lights. The Walgreens have lights. Every time. When I was a kid, dude, they still had coins coming out of these machines. So <laughs> you walk yeah. into like an yeah. AM, PM, ding, 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 click, click, click. Yeah. It was so different. I was like, where the fuck are we? <laughs> and I remember walking and that guy, you know, they clicked the little card and they hand me a card. And I, that wasn't even the first crazy thing because there was one of those like titty magazines that are like half newspapers. 
It's yeah. not like a playboy or a hustler. It's like a. It's like it's like a fucking auto trader for yeah. fucking <laughs> for boobies. It's and like stuff. A, a, um, uh, LA Express in the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> yeah, it's like free, just hand you down. So that was already like splayed out all over the streets. This guy's clicking these business cards with these naked chicks on it. I was like, yo, this is insane. I don't know what you're talking about, though. Like yeah, a, that happens to me all the time. Like a jacket, Brian. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. That movie needs to come back. White Men Can't Jump? White <laughs> Men Can't Jump. If you kids have not seen that or you just haven't gotten into it, please watch that and then relay its message of love and tolerance <laughs> to the world. Because they end up good. And there's a tension, yep. and the tensions are... Very honestly, black and white, and the kind of things that uh, they're prejudiced to each other about are very warranted, and they're very actual. And there's nothing; it's just how people present themselves. This is how how you project your shit. Black folks project their shit a certain way. White folks project their shit a certain way. You should high five and giggle over them, then tribe up you, and be assholes. And, and you know the what? The movie's a great example. It's a classic movie, but if you would have came out with this movie today and called it White Man Can't Jump, they would have oh, never seen a lot of edge. Well, I don't know if there would be, man. Well, with the name of it. Not about, not the movie itself. I'm serious, though. I don't think I, white I've fools seen, get I, a lot of... Like, they're, they're, they're the new, like, punching bag now where it's like... That's fuck true. The white, what, what's the classic? The white cisgender fucking... It's like if you're yeah. just a regular ass white dude, you're a piece of shit who's been ruining the country since. Yeah, but inception. like people, people would claim like, oh, it's cultural appropriation, blah blah blah, because it's a fucking cultural appropriation. Because it's like you know, like the majority it, of the cast is is black. Like it's Woody Harrelson, right. Playing like like uh, the only white guy. He's, he's basically the only white guy. So it's like, and he's playing basketball. Uh, even though he's like, but he's playing it like a white. No, movie. yes, he absolutely is. But and like, he's killing people. It. Wouldn't see that though. They would just see like, oh, they, would, like they would see a white guy going was, into the hood, getting made fun of. Exactly. Even though he's good, it doesn't matter. He's still getting put down. That was his play, though. He did that on purpose. Right. He's but dude, people, people don't understand the mental of the but mental capacity that people can take for it's, it's, and use like. They, they don't get that today. They think it's all negative. They think it's you it's put the down, same dumb, like how people like take people process. won't read the article. They'll just go off of the headline. Oh, that bro. too as well. Yeah, as exactly. Fucking yeah. trust yeah. me. Trust me on that, dude. I've I've mentioned it to Liz before, dude. Like everything that people, everything that everything that the general public has found out lately about like the country and have bitched about. Religious folks have been talking about for a decade plus. They talk about the universities becoming overwhelmingly liberal and they're kind of, you know, not doing their job of unifying diversity, university. Not, they're not doing their job with the youth. And, I mean, like I said, church been calling that out for a hot minute. All the kind of like, the same, it's the same venue too, but all the like YouTube stars. If you look it up, all the John Lennox, the Ravi Zacharias, all those kind of like Christian apologists that crisscross the globe doing university tours the same way like a Ben Shapiro or a, uh, the Young Turks or like those kind of things. Like I like that. those I like same that. guys complain about shit way before everybody else. And, you know, regular folks are kind of waking up to it and seeing Who's... what the trickle down is. It's like, again, another thing the church was culturally ahead of 
decades. Like that's an important thing to recognize. Who's the um? You're probably not some good the, people, uh, dude. You the, made them both. The honestly. change my mind guy. Oh, Crowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like him. I don't mind Crowder. He gets a lot of shit because he goes to universities. He like he goes and picks on kids that don't know their shit. It's like you can look at it as picking on kids for, but he's going to places where you go to mold minds and you try to figure out who you are and like this is those kids that are going to those universities those kids are the future it's, and if they can't articulate a position that's not good i man. see it more of like he's he's attempting like a cordial discord with people i enjoy him at the table that that's probably the dis, that's probably the distinction i got when he's doing his thing Face to face, I think he's awesome. He's great. He's never a prick. He's always, you know what I mean. Yeah. He's on. He's a good guy about it. He lets everybody get their time. They define their terms immediately. Like I enjoy the discourse, but I just don't. Like well, you know, what, I just don't. I I can't give a full thumbs up to how he does it. A big table on a university with all these emotional fucked up kids, these social media grown up kids, with a big table that says. Trump isn't right. You know, just something that it's a great idea if you're branding something and it's a marketing thing, it's going to get people to read that and be like, fuck, is he talking? Let, let's go over there. At, awesome. But yeah. I think it is, I wouldn't even say it's a dick move, but I just wouldn't go that route. But it's, face to face, watching him do his thing, he's fucking, yeah. he's dope. He's like, solid. You, like, it's almost like he has to know. It's just going to be a bunch of kids that surround him with their phones out because they're just waiting for somebody to fucking just say something either smart ass yeah. or try and fucking talk down to him or act like he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, you know, it's just people. I don't mind Crowder. Yeah. He gets it. All the criticisms I heard about I'm trying him. to think about what Crowder does. I know what I know for the most is the fucking change my mind segments he does. He goes I'm sure you've those seen those places. memes. Like, Yeah, I've seen them all, but like, I'm trying to think of what his face is and what he's done. And he's always got the fucking he's coffee. Like, what, what's what's the dumbest Crowder? thing Crowder done? Uh, when he ran is he up the on one that, that Turk press Boys? conference. Is he one started the Proud Boys? No, that's no. Gavin McGinnis. Why did I get those two confused? Because you're an alt-right shit. Alright, who's yeah. Crowder then? Fuck Gavin McGinnis. Hey, calm down now. Calling for fucking violence. like. Did he really? Yeah. You, didn't, you, didn't, you haven't seen that fucking clip? Well, I mean, weren't like people like trying to fuck with him first? Wasn't it like a gang sort of thing? Where like, hey, I can't walk home without getting my ass kicked. You no, guys that look it like was like... He was, he's talking... <laughs> About like he's okay with people having acts of violence against just people that don't agree, you know, shit like That's that. That's a pretty rough. Oh, stance. Crowder's the guy that sits with the table and the sign on it. Is this Are fucking, you fucking guy kidding serious, me? bro? I can't deal. Did with you not sometimes. hear hear us <laughs> mention his fucking table like fifty fucking no, no, no. times? Yeah, but I I I knew. What he was At talking a university about. setting, like I, I, I did a decent job. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is the best, dude. Why you put out memes, bro? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they, they put the different thing. Chris Jericho's a better heel than Botwinkle. Changed my mind. Like <laughs> they like recreate the shit. So fucking funny. Is that unreal? Unreal. Unfucking real. You guys can't see, but fucking white boy ass Brian is turning pink. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. That's a knee slap. What else do we got? Brian hasn't watched Walter, so we can't talk about that. Fucking Brian. Damn it. We did a little UFC. What else is in the world? 
Oh, yeah, fucking... Is anything well, different on the uh, stage? No update. It is 11.25 on election day night. Uh, Joe Biden is currently leading 225 to 213. You need 270 to win. That is fucking close, man. Yup, it's gonna it's gonna come down to the wire as of right now. Won't know tonight. Um, both Nevada and Arizona are blue. Hmm. Arizona being the surprising one. Kind of. Like that's really gonna be the only state that flips. How much is Nevada ahead though? Nevada's only ahead twenty thousand right now, with sixty seven. So. Clark County got. Counted? Uh, no. That's still light blue. That's still... Everything's still light blue in it. Well, from no one gives a shit. By some people here, the shit they're gonna be already, like, kind of knowing. <laughs> well, fucking maybe not, actually. Yeah, no, it'll probably be another day or two before it's, like, 100%. Oh, one thing that I did want to bring up is... And I don't know if either of you know this. Did you know that fucking Buster Rhymes has a new album out? Brian brought it up last time, I think. Did I know that? Dude, I've been f- yelling at people to listen to it. I hope they like, did. Uh, God, is that not the greatest album of all time right now? Is it, it really? Not? Dude. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. I, I, haven't, I, I love it. I haven't heard it. I was just listening to this music before I went to work. And one of my favorite bands is, you know, shocking, uh, a Maynard James mm-hmm. Keenan-led band, uh, Pussifer. And they just had... Um, a new album come out and so I was just googling like looking at uh, uh, data for you know as far as like downloads or al- and, you know album buys you know because people still do that shit I saw him and, at number one sometimes that- and uh, yeah like I, I you know most site gives you like a top ten of like new releases and I saw Buster Rhymes and I was like oh shit <laughs> I didn't get a chance to listen that's but how I'm you, going to. Like that's, I, how you, that's how you yeah. find out. Dude, I've been knowing about this for, oh my God, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Dude, and I don't like Bust. I love Bust. I'm lying. Oh, yeah. You're but you know that story, man. Love I love that story. I don't know if it's the hype. So if you listen to it and it sucks, then I'm sorry. But like, I don't know. If you if you aren't following Busta Rhymes and you're into hip hop and you didn't, know about his album or you haven't listened to it yet then uh, go listen to T.I. or something because didn't he yeah. drop one this week too did he oh. yeah and then doesn't they were, they were to... beefing too because they were about to do well doesn't uh, T.I. never fucking pay his taxes huh he isn't should... that why he's releasing music right now probably I don't know he's beefing with Floyd doesn't he have the same problem Mayweather yeah why would you beef with Floyd Mayweather well, did uh, Floyd? They had a beef on the strip or something. Did they almost fight? I think. I would. I would love. You to never see heard it. about the no. Ti and Floyd beef? Uh uh-uh. uh For real? Yeah. Oh, you, bro, that's I don't not pay what attention your phone's to rap beef. Yeah, if, yeah. If, yeah, if, so if rap beef's beef. YouTube channel. I don't, oh on yeah, because Floyd was making fun <laughs> of his wife. Floyd was making fun of his wife. I guess he fucked her or something tiny. And this that he didn't come out with this news or whatever until Tiny and Ti had this uh, VH1 reality TV show. That they yeah, had, I will right? say I was a fan of that show. Like I liked it. I watched the first episode and I gave up. There's something about Ti that rubs me the wrong way. Oh yeah, no, he's a fucking prick. But like, not just by him being a prick, dude. But how how, how the hell do you come out with a southern accent like that and then all of a sudden come along with your fucking I don't know whatever and just. 
have no accent all of a sudden. But first of all, your accent sounds fake both ways. <laughs> you can't have such a twang and then go so forward. With, that rubs me the wrong people way. People know their their you know their audience, and like obviously he's a you know what would be considered a southern rapper, you know within that scene. So yeah, yeah. But I I, I love Ti's music, but there's something about him, his person, that rubs me the wrong way. I don't know him as one, so I can't judge him by that. But the things that he puts out for people to enjoy that he gets money from, I enjoy it. Um, and I support him by that. Last so. week, I asked Brandon about like his top, th- I say top five or top three um, best pound for pound fighters. So I'll ask both of you, but um, first you, Brian. Yeah. Give me your top five. In no particular order, so you don't have to like think about like I'll do I like this one more than this one, but top five rap albums of all time, Jeez. and top five artists of all time. Oh. No particular order. Albums off bat, I'm putting Machiavelli. No shit. Just because of pure listens. Seven day theory. Yep. <laughs> just just off of listens, I spent. Yeah, that's how I graded it too. Like, how, what, what if I heard the most, and I that was why that's how I chose one of them too. Nights off, like just alone in the dark, listening and trying to dissect his lyrics and make sense of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I became that person. Like, you know, like the things that I thought he was saying or like he portrayed, and like I became that, and that I'm influenced me, like an insane amount that I can't even think about today. I can't. So definitely that. Um, shoot. Master Ace. Mm, it's Master just that Ace. ambulance song. The disposable arts. Um, that's Find there. that, kids. Go ahead and treat yourself, dude. Uh, Find that fucking album. They don't want to hear that shit. They just want to hear like... <laughs> I mean, dude, he went through his life. This guy, Master Ace... Has been rapping since 91, 92. Alright, so now imagine you're a rapper like Ludacris, come out 2001, 2002, and he releases an album in 2010, right? How good was Ludacris's album from 2001 to 2010? It was cool, but then you go back and look at Master Ace, and the first thing Master Ace dropped. Look at what Ma- Master Ace, dude, his first album was off the charts, dude. It's like 30 years old. <laughs> That was about 2001, 2002. So if, if you're doing math... He's so excited. Look at him. If, <laughs> if you're doing math, that that's the same thing as Ludacris dropping, like I just said. And then and then he comes out and he drops Disposable Arts. And, and the album is a story about his life. And at the end, he, he talks about meeting a girl. And at the very end, he starts talking about diaries and what he wrote in his diary and who he really is. He was talking about having fun and doing this shit and doing everything, living a life... And then at the very end, he wrapped it up with a diary about his life that he just wrapped about to you on his album. And then he had a song saying, no regrets. I don't regret the way I live my life. He gave you his life after he presented it to you. Like, his, his album work was just too precise. It wasn't just music to make music and have fun. So meta. So that's what why... What call those? Fucking concept albums? Yeah. Yeah. And then that's another reason why I put Sticky Fingers on there. Sergeant Peppers. Fucking, the black yeah, track. same, 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 same story. Just, <clears throat> it's a movie 
on purpose. Yeah. It starts with the universal theme. Four movies. <laughs> dun, 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 so that's four. Give me one more. Uh, man. And then I'll probably have to go... Uh, I, I'd say... Uh, Jay-Z. Um, I don't want... I love that, dude. Very first one, dude. No. Fucking... What the fuck is the album, dude? <laughs> Why the fuck can't I think about this right now, dude? With the evils on it. His very first Reasonable one? Doubt. Okay. God yeah. damn, how the fuck did I not think of that right off the bat? Reasonable Doubt. There's a bunch of people on that. That's that's one of my favorites. Artists. You still had that Bushnik and stuff? Artist, Tupac, Eminem, Brother Ali. He just put some new shit out. Yeah, Brother Ali. He's like an all-time great that no one talks about. The Queens, Freddie Mercury. Wow. And then... The change of pace. Uh, I don't know if I said Brother Ali and then Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree, actually, so go ahead. And then Jim Norrison. Jim, hmm. You mean Jim Morrison? Jim Morrison. Yeah, did I say Jim, Jim Norrison? Jim Norrison. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, the doors. That's a lot. What about the you, list. Yeah, for you, sure. You need artists. Artists? Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Alabama Shakes. <laughs> the, uh... Probably Aesop Rock. That guy, uh... The guys who write for Alt-J. Isaac Brock from Modest Mouse. Um... Eddie Vedder. Is that five? Four. Four. And then, um... Hey, you gotta artists? cut it, bro. Uh, you can't wall. go above, dude. Don't go mentioning people. Like, I don't... This is not a fair fight. I didn't... <laughs> I just said four. I know. <laughs> Who's your scent? Coulter Wall. Okay. Little country kid. They're dude. I mean, I can grab a, a, a little stack from everywhere. That was... I was trying to spread... Spread love to every little. What's the best in each little category? I think they all—all all those guys make music different than everybody else. I don't think there's a rapper on fucking earth that can do what Aesop Rock does. Not even close. And then Homeboy listen. Sandman. Mm. Yeah, that's close. Ace says too much stuff in like one fucking verse. Like eight, there's too much to do. I feel smarter when I'm listening to Aesop Rock, and I hate saying stupid shit like that. So for me. Maynard James Keenan. Fuck yeah, that's a great answer too. Uh, <laughs> Glenn Danzig. Um, he already said Jim Morrison. Yeah. No. Um, Carlos Santana. So fucking basic. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> that's a good answer though. Smokey Robinson. Ooh. Jizza. Oh, Hello. dude. That's funny. Yes. That's a good one. It's a nice little sneaker upper. Aw. I hope those are all familiar to people. <laughs> Wait, okay, if but not, you forgot Google. about the albums. Like, my... Okay. Um, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Well, that's a good one. Fun. Um, Undertow by, uh, by Tool. Lateralis. 
I was like, by I don't Tool. Know how many Tool albums are gonna make it on this list? Uh, three. How the Gods Kill. Well, I mean, not, I don't mean three as in that's my third. It was the third Danzig album. So Danzig three. How the Gods Kill. And, I mean, you gotta go with Thirty Six Chambers. <laughs> it's one of the funnest. Yeah, I never get to that. And, uh, See, that's what oh, I want to put sublime. up there. See, now if I, could, if dude, I would replace Thirty Six Chambers with no take backs. Mm-hmm. Muddy Waters, I, uh, Muddy Waters, Red Man. Great, great. Fun. That's that's that that's that one. That was my enter in any place. Is hip hop fun like that still? Is there still fun hip hop? There's no. got to be because there's kids doing it somewhere. It's got to be fun. Yeah, the kids. There's are... all that fun stuff like Scarface the Diary. Those two. I Scar- saw Scarface the Diary and Redman. This Man kid Muddy just Waters. bitching about going over. Um, <laughs> what was that? The, the the first Capone Noriega album. Oh, uh, CNN. Yeah. Roll Report. Yeah. Dude, oh, yes, love that one. Yeah. Um, fuck. What was I gonna say? I forgot what I was gonna say. Nunny Hipster's gonna say Big L. <laughs> but he's automatic. <laughs> he's automatic. Like, there's ones you can come up with that are better than that. That's another one that you, you can think I mean? of, though, where, like, you look at the time, you listen to it, and then you put a date to it, and you're like, fuck. He's you know what's funny? way better than the, everyone. The only, really, realistically, the only um, artists that I'm into remotely and I do like them a lot these days uh, run the jewels who's talking about that why did I hand? not I, uh, I listened to the LP third one for fucking ever dude and I, Killer Mike I guess yeah. I mean wh- when's the first time I I heard of Killer Mike I mean, I'm not from that area so I didn't hear about him on like any local that, scene he was like on that outcast fucking song or something mm-hmm. that's this generation's version of uh, most deaf and Talibali. yeah I agree with that. They only made one album together, though. That Black Star album? Two. Well, I think they released one like 10 years later. Maybe. I could be wrong. Run the but, Jewels is like a running, acting fucking But the idea of them who and who they are. Or they could be the Roots as well. well I, but they, they just don't have the live band. Or they do, right? Well, They're when I them? first heard Run the Jewels, I had Killer Mike from Outkast in my mind. And then fucking like... Definitive Jux LP in my head. I was like, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. That's awesome, and it made me happy. I was like, those guys are friends who make. F-. It's like the first time you hear the like the lineup of Slaughterhouse. You were like, what the fuck? Like it was like, holy shit, dude, this is gonna be amazing. Yeah. The first dude, just time like I heard when of you those heard two together, I was like, wow. And, and be real came up with a group of Demerick, dude. That's like brand new, huh? Yeah, that, but they have three albums though. Again? They just released one, dude. I don't know any of this. I, don't, I, I was never into Exhibit. You didn't watch fucking what was this fucking shit? Something you ride? Oh, Pit Myra? No, I watched <laughs> the fuck out of that. But as far as like like musically, like I I was just never. It was like generic West Coast rap to me. It was okay. You're not Jail wrong. Jail Felony was way more generic than that, and I loved him. So Exhibit. Yeah. I mean, when the exhibit was out, I was to still me, happy to just put on like West Side Connection. I was still, like, oh yeah, I was, yeah. I was yeah. still doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So and that, then like right, like, so that cheap stuff that came after wasn't really a big of a problem because I enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's funny. I mean, so what like, you loved West Side Connection too, though, right? Yeah. And you still thought that exhibit was, I guess, well, maybe because we saw him live. Remember when we went to the Chronic 
2000, he was there. Yeah. The tour. Did Up you see him live? Tour. No, I never. X to the Z. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I I don't know. Man, B Real's old as fuck. He man. is. Uh, He's is he still with Carmelo? That beef that, they, that B Real oh, have with Westside no Connection idea. too. What? Westside Connection and them had the. Uh, oh, with Interpret, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I saw a fucking thing on YouTube about about that. That's funny. Yeah, it was just like one day I had a fucking. Just, I just went through a playlist of fucking rap beefs. And we, I remember one of them being Westside <laughs> Connection. And, uh. A playlist of rap beefs. Yeah. How do you uh, beef with Ice Cube? How do you do yeah, that? Yeah, and Ice Cube, yeah. How, how like, can you beef with Ice Cube? I don't care yeah. who you are. Like it was, it was mainly. It was mainly Ice Cube, but with, I used to love with, uh, with 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 uh, Westside Connection, kind of like, you know. But it guys. was, it was only, it was only um, Cube and and Mac Ten really, because the other guy was sure. homies no, see, with yeah. he was homies with B Real, not B Real, uh, Send uh, Send Dog. So it wasn't like actual. It was like split. Group yeah, shit. you're like, hey, those are my buddies. <laughs> my bad. Rap Damn, beefs. those are fun times, man. Like, I, I would... Oh, man. How do I know that stuff? And, and, like, I wasn't a part of it. That's fun, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's weird, because, like, I don't connect on the level that these kids do that I would have... Like, oh. I wonder if... Would I be into these so, new kids? Or... I, I, I saw this... I wonder that a lot, too. Like, is it too much for me to actually go back and know who they are? I don't think you would like it. Like, just it's knowing, too, like, what totally... you do like... I don't think you would like it. I saw this uh, this cool thing that somebody posted. I think it was on Instagram, maybe. Um, he said, we used to listen to music made by drug dealers. Kids these days listen to music made by drug users. Yeah. But, see, you, okay, but but then, oh, man, I don't, well, I mean, mentality-wise, but, like, I mean, selection-wise of what music you listen to, they are all three totally different. Like, if you go back from the 90s to 2010s to 20s, like, you know, you had the boom Dude, bap, and then you go to, like... we talked before. The fucking 90s right now is to what the 60s were to when we were kids. Let that sink into your head real quick. Remember when we were kids and the 60s was, like, old? The 90s? Yeah, but I still know who the dog. doors in the... I still know who, like, these Bro, people you knew are, three of dude. them. You can't name, bro. There's a million things like the doors. So I was weird. Me and dude were talking about that. That's one realization I'm having. Trying to like adjust, not adjust my character, but like it's a fun game to find what I would have been into. Because when I'm a kid and I'm listening to late '60s, early '70s, like rock with like my pops. So can all you I get know mad at me because I don't know Chicago or like Pink Floyd or anything. You don't know Pink Floyd? What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, so okay. So that's a thing, right? An adult from the 60s would look at you and be like, you don't know who Pink Floyd is? The same way you're like, you listen to hip-hop, you don't know who Master Ace is? It's literally the same thing. And there's a bunch of other bands the same way that, like, going through it all now, I, I used to listen to it and be like, dude, Led Zeppelin is this shit. They're the best ones. They did all the cool shit time-wise, heavy. You know what I mean? I just enjoyed it the most. But then I look at, like, the other shit that came out during that time that isn't as popular farther down in history it's like i don't know man i probably would have liked that better if i was an actual kid during that time if i was if a real kid in the fucking 70s you think i would know more about rock music and less about rap 
No, dude. I think a lot of it's like, did your dad? Did, that you, did your parents? Li- yeah. Did your parents listen to music in the house? Yeah, they listened to all the rock. They're like the ninety six threes and the ninety four one. Like they're ninety two. So that's why you can only say, fucking, the four that were on there, Chicago and fucking. I mean, yeah. Well, then, yeah. well, my dad was like but, a fucking but, but he like a bit of a nerd that time. for that. So shit. that was just what I heard. But yeah. like I just said, though, if I went back, if I listened to Sublime and all, and and and, and instead of and Blink One Eighty Two instead of Tupac and Eminem, you just put those two together. I get, I get what you mean, though. Um, I think if you did, Brandon wouldn't be a friend. I went from Blink <laughs> to, and then Tupac to M, like. Well, outside so, of, so, outside like, of my house, I, I listen to Brian shit, dude. Brian was like the one passing out all the, like you know like he's trying to do now. Like he he knew about all the shit back in the day. Like he knows all this shit coming out now. So it's like I listened to all this stuff when I was a kid. I don't know. I mean, I just listened to it a lot more, the rock end of the spectrum, a lot more because, like, my dad really did. You know what I mean? He was, like, into it. I've always liked lyrics, dude. Like, I like rap because of the words and, like, the creativity and the poetry behind it. I like uh, the words from, like, rock songs. The difference is fascinating to me. Like, the layout of a rock song versus the layout of fucking hip-hop. Because I've tried to write both, and like hip hop is so many fucking words, but I think it's easier than making a good verse. Do you know yeah. what I mean? A good rock verse, right? Like, like yeah, every, I mean, listen. Oh, of course. You listen to it, and you're like, bro, that's so. What have I listened to a bunch of? Re-listen to fucking Iron Man. Put on Black Sabbath and re-listen to the words of Iron Man. You're like, this is fucking sick. And it's not that many words. It's not a ton of shit. And then you like look at like an Aesop rock song. It's a billion goddamn words. Yeah. But to me, for some reason, hip hop's easier to like create. Does that make sense? I always go through that like little tension of like the different artistic values. Well, but actually, you, I mean, you have to keep a rhythm with whatever you do in any type of music. So like, even if you you don't think that keeping a rhythm in a hook is the same as a verse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a verse is easier to create because it, it seems like you don't have to keep a rhythm like as you do in a song because you're just going, talking words, talking words, talking words. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not sitting there doing it. Like, but it's still just, I mean, you have to think of more words and make it make sense more. Let me, let, uh, let me ask you this. Say, Tupac had never existed, right? Who the fuck would you be? If Tupac no, never, no, 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 no. Like, like, pretend Tupac never existed, but today some young kid from Oakland came out named Tupac, and it was like that style. At my think, age, at my age, and I heard Tupac come out like No, no, that. I, I, what I'm saying is, do you think an artist like that, like that style, you know, whether... Because I don't even consider Pac style um, a product of that era. I think that was just right. his particular style. But do you think an right. artist with that type of style okay. could come out now and be successful? Yes, West Side Gun. Uh, Griselda. Yeah. 100%. Well, no, because Pac didn't take that. He, he Okay. Uh, no. Like, no. Do, do you think today's audience... I think it's going to take somebody to do you say, like, if Pac came out today, do you think he'd... He'd have the same kind of impact as he did. Not necessarily Today impact, but people would be like, "Oh, like, have you heard? Have you heard Tupac? Like, he's fucking sick." Blah blah blah. T- 
Today he would. I think he'd be a niche situation. I think so too. I don't think he would have the universal fanfare he did. No, definitely not. 100%. No. No way. I think for sure. No. Like, my mom has Pac tapes. Like, if Pac came out right now, she wouldn't even know who he was. I I think it would be like a a Tower of the Creator situation where, like... Yeah, there'd be a... a, It's how music is is in general nowadays where people are just kind of locked into their own specific shit. There's so much content out there that you can find something so specific. That's why I dug about MySpace fucking music. That's how I found fucking MGMT like a lot of shit before they blew up because I would just type in like random not random but things that I would like I was like I wonder if anyone ever tried to like really do like what was that cracker something like that he did the Uncle um, Cracker yeah it was, it was kind of like rappy country-ish shit yeah it was kind of Bubba Sparks yeah yeah, yeah. Was, okay, that's and another dude from Vegas too yeah there's a couple of those guys right and big, then I, I would try, I would put in that kind of thing I was like describe that but because I always thought there's someone doing it those guys aren't doing it the way I would like it to be done or I think it could be better yeah. and then like you found the guys that would do it the way that you would and they're actually doing it and you can just find that and attach to that so I think Tupac would be something like that, where he'd be doing hip hop the way people think that it, the way a group of people think it should be done. Well, and also, if, even if he didn't, though, it's so oversaturated with everything. Like you said, he he would have his thing, but it, I don't think it would be as big today. Maybe today it would. Maybe just because the, the cultural it. and all that kind but, of thing, and his kind of bravery. But you know, the the platform is what it wasn't. It's was fascinating because he used. His space to make those kind of statements. It's uh, Muhammad Ali-ish. You know, you find out that people thought that Muhammad Ali was the greatest, and it has almost nothing to do with boxing. Not really, not culturally. You know yeah. what I mean? His was mind game. Well, I'm not even talking about his boxing. That's my point. Is like it's his boxing was amazing, but it was like his Vietnam stance. I mean, if you understand the the history of like the black community and the fucking. Uh, like the Muslim situation that they had and how he kind of there's so much to unpack culturally to understand how impactful and how fucking gnarly Muhammad Ali was for the time unless you've really done a deep dive into it and really connected the dots and really made a real like a realistic history and put the landscape there he really is something like out of control special the shit he pulled off and and that that's so much more than just the uh the boxing. That's yeah. why I said about Pac, like his stances on cultural stuff. Cause you know he didn't talk. His politics weren't the same as like most hood motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like he had a much more uh, articulated space for that, and that's what made him better. It wasn't so much the rapping; it was his personhood that shined through. Like, it DMX wasn't so much did that too. Shit. Ludacris did that. A few people had the same thing. I mean, start a, a ditty, starting off on radio, like, do you know what I mean? Like, we don't know who they were as people, like, but for some reason, we know who Pac was. Well, we knew Pac went to our schools, you know what I mean? But these guys all started out in radio, and like, you know, like, it, it's, it's just weird. They had, like, the same thing, but Pac ended up becoming the one out of them all, do you know what I mean? And it's because he's dead, though, do you know what I mean? That's got a lot to do with it. Yeah. I mean, it always helps. James Dean's this big, highly, you know, you know James Dean, the fucking rebel yeah. without a cause. Not the porn star. <laughs> oh wow, that's funny. The uh, James, yeah. By the way, James, porn star James Dean, huge piece of shit. 
<laughs> Ugh. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> the, uh, wait, wait. You mean not the sausage, right? What? Do you no, mean? Rebel Without a Cause, the actor. Not Jimmy Gimmel. I was like, damn, bro. I thought he was doing it again. The uh, No, it's one of those dying early puts you in that like magical space. He, think of the impact he had on Hollywood and the influence he had on people for so long in oh, that Fuck, world. even Kurt Cobain. Yeah, that guy made yeah. fucking four fucking movies, dude. It's like these guys don't have like this plethora of work, but like you mentioned, their personhood shines through. They transcend the genre. We talk about like that with like with wrestling. Yeah, Stone Cold did that. People who don't even fucking mm-hmm. watch wrestling had Stone Cold shirts because it represented oh, yeah. Yeah. a different thing. Speaking that personhood shined through. So speaking of um, rap and pro wrestling, and uh, you know. Like, I'm asking you guys this, and this will be our last topic before we uh, sign off, but uh, who in rap is Ric Flair? Like, who's <laughs> who's got, like, you know, yeah. like, and it's like, it's arguable, because obviously as great as Ric Flair is, you know, I'm of opinion of Sean. Like, a lot of people are yeah. of the opinion of Sean or Brett or... There's other people, obviously, in the conversation, but there's always one name that comes but up in the, the room. the upper echelon are always Ric Flair. Yeah, the other guys on that mountain yeah. say Ric Flair. So, who is that in rap? Oh, who's the Ric Flair in rap? Great freaking question. Oh, man. Like, who do the greats always think is great? It's definitely Tupac. I'd say Cool G Rap, but Cool G Rap fell off after a amount of time. Tupac's always there. Biggie's always there. That's not true, though. Not a lot of people fucking say that Tupac was the man the whole time. I know people yeah. that can't stand fucking Tupac. And they were there for the time. They uh, saw the personhood, the cultural effect. They saw fucking juice and poetic justice. And they, <laughs> they weren't like, oh, Tupac's the fucking man. But there's not a ton of people that are walking around that enjoy wrestling. That really enjoy the business of wrestling. That go, oh no, dude, Ric Flair's the man. It's pretty universal. Is there a universal case for that? I mean, to me, you gotta go old school because I think, like a Rakim, Rakim, like because he's been around. Yeah, but he's the greatest. Okay, well, you want to talk stories? He told the story of life. He is the God MC. So, yeah, I guess he'd have to be there. The Ric Flair. He he'd have to be there. Um, but he also had an album with Dre that never got dropped for some reason. There's something there. I don't know what that is, but why that didn't happen, I don't know. And I'll be pissed off for like whether it's fuck you Dre or fuck you Rock Him. It's one of them because they were supposed to drop an album. So all right, he's automatically off. Um, I'd say two. Yeah, Tupac. But if you want to go alive, <sighs> like if it were a vote, would pocket most of the votes? Yeah, the pocket Biggie, pocket Biggie. But that's I, another you, example. Biggie you can't put them on though. Fucking albums. That guy's you can't put them on. Great. It's like, you yeah. you can't Is put those fair? two on. That's 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 not right. That's not fair. So I'd say, I, I default Jay Z. But in my opinion. Um, 
think Jay Z is the Rick by default. By default. By See, default. I, I, you gotta, I just be, just because just because if just because put put it like this, dude. That means Cena would have been around. That that means Cena would have been Hulk. Like if you do time wise, because Jay Z's still around, and he was around about ten years after. So like time frame wise, it doesn't make sense. That's my point. Okay, so. I mean, because. Dead or alive, I mean... I Rick put, Flair's alive, bro. I mean... So that... No, okay. So that means the first legend. KRS-1. That's not, not a terrible answer. That's not a terrible answer. But he's different, though. He's, he, he's not really around. Rick Flair's not really around. Yeah. yeah, he is. He still has influence. People are still trying to be four horsemen. There's people nobody can't, I mean, no, you people can't, can't get let or can't let go of the past. That's why. Yeah, but people let go of Kara's one, so he no, can't be that. People still want to do what he did. They just don't like identify the character and the style and the person. But that energy that he brought to the forefront first is definitely emulated now. For sure, somewhere I can't even name a fucking name, but there is no okay, way the no, spirit of Kara's one. No, the spirit of Kara's one is real. Is is is, is continuing the legacy. And being what it is rooted in, and these people aren't about that, so they're one hundred percent away from what Kara's one is. Um, Little Wayne, Little Wayne, are you fucking that's, serious? That's, that's, that's my one because everybody is under his image. Everybody wants to be him. He came out lyrical as hell. It sounds no, like he's I, mumbling. Okay, if you don't but the know. question is, and what is your one? The question Lil was, Wayne. yep, that's my you, answer. You, uh, Yep. So, they got tattoos on their face. Yep, Lil Wayne. N- Lil Wayne is the I'm Ric not Flair. T- yep. Do you fucking hear yourself? <laughs> Dude, I did it. I broke it down to you <laughs> scientifically, and you still don't want them. Scientifically, dude. Scientifically. You fucking moron. Wow. I'm so so if you asked Eminem who the greatest is of all time, he would put Lil Wayne on his top five. No, I'm talking about the greatest ever to fucking do it. Well, but he he, he would probably go with the cool G rap or cares. Do you like think Jay Z would say Little Wayne? It wouldn't be scientific enough to take it as real as. Uh, but I thought you just explained it scientifically. I did. That, no, if th- for their opinion, if they didn't mention Lil Wayne, they would be lying. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> oh, that's oh. awesome. Well, that's all we got time for this week, folks. Love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ju- just a, an update before we go. It is currently midnight, uh, so it's now November 4th. The Carter um, 3 is one of the best albums of all time. I Jesus. forgot that one, too. Go check uh, that out. Biden is, is currently up 236 to 213. It just takes 270 to win. And that was the last update as of midnight Pacific Standard Time. Um, yeah, so by uh, by next episode, we'll, we'll know. Anyways, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. That's at uh, FunUncle underscore. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, FunUncles.Wrestling.Memes. Uh, I'm Dude. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Zombie. That's X0MBY. Quinny, what's your shit? Uh, you, I'll, I'll update later. <laughs> I don't have one yet. Figure it out? Yeah. Love it. We'll put it into the show notes. Uh, you guys yeah. be good.
be good, be kind. Um, whoever wins, we all lose. So, yeah. <laughs> good point. Catch you guys next week. <laughs>